Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey guys, this is Goop Yourself. Uh, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Aggie Hewitt. I'm Brian Rucker. Um, and uh, we have a good uh, good newsletter this week. The launch think? of Gwyneth's private label fashion line. I mean, good. I thought it was a terrible newsletter this week. All right. I was, I hated every single thing about it. Okay. I was, I couldn't stand reading any of the articles <laughs> they were all first of all why is every article in the goop newsletter like five million pages long they're really long they're really comprehensive i don't think anyone reads the whole thing except for us i don't think they're comprehensive i think that they're just i think whoever writes it gets paid by the word could be like charles dickens or something i don't know yeah uh and it was a very dark newsletter. I mean everything from the travel section being going to Iceland. Yeah. To a, literally a dark place. Yeah. To envy in the office, uh which assumed that everyone anyone works with is a complete psychopath. I didn't understand that envy in the office thing cuz Gwyneth Paltrow is like thinking about work this month. She thinks September is back to work month. That's the theme of her September newsletters. I don't know if, I guess it's like specifically for teachers who also work in an office where everyone hates each other. No, I think she and the people in her world do take most of the summers off to like go places. Like go to the Hamptons sort or of like how Paris is empty and dark all of August, I think. Or like, isn't New York supposed to be like that too? I mean, certain neighborhoods, yeah, the Upper East Side, all the rich neighborhoods, people are in the Hamptons. So I think, yeah, people in her social class do sort of take summers off. Uh, mm-hmm. Even when I had an office job in New York, we got um, to leave early on Fridays in the summer. So that was really? something. Yeah, we left at like two on Fridays. Really? Yeah. Wow. It takes like three hours to go to the Hamptons. Uh, did you go to the Hamptons every weekend? No, I went to the I went to Montauk maybe one weekend per summer, and it's a shit show. It used to be cool. I don't mean to be like the type of person who says something used to be cool and it's not cool anymore, but that is absolutely the case with Montauk. Wait, what is Montauk? It's the last little town out in the Hamptons, like right on the edge of the island of Long Island. Okay. So it's past, there's um, there's uh, Southampton, then East Hampton, then Bridgehampton, then something else, then Montauk. Okay. Um, and yeah, it used to be the place, I think it was like a surfer community and it was a little more low-key than the rest of the Hamptons. Mm-hmm. But then now it just became sort of the younger douchebag set. 
It's the same people that hang out in Southampton or East Hampton, but just like the younger versions of them. So this newsletter is for people who've been in Montauk all summer yes. and now are finally getting back to work. And at work, everybody hates each other. Last week, it was about how your boss was a sociopath. Everyone's trying to cut your throat. Yeah, and now head. this week is about how your coworkers are sociopaths and you are a sociopath for being envious of them. And, and it's how to control your anger and envy. I just... I don't. I can't imagine being like really jealous of people that I'm like my coworkers. No, because in we're all in the same boat. We're all working in a horrible office. Why yeah. would I be envious of? But the... maybe it, this isn't for people who like have worked the kind of office jobs we've worked. It's for people who work in like an architectural sure. firm, a and they're all trying to like become the CEO, and they all want to get the corner office. And whenever someone gets a promotion, everyone hates them. Yeah. Well, it's funny uh, that one of the examples of uh, a reward that you can give someone in this article is a dinner with the CEO. Wait, that's a, that was, a reward? It, yeah, it was like talking about envy um, and how uh, some rewards, I guess, uh, drive that envious behavior and other rewards for good job performance. Who's giving the reward? The boss, I guess, whoever your manager is. And so, oh, so like you'd be jealous because your coworker got the reward of them going to dinner with the boss. Yeah. I would die. I would hate to go to dinner with my Can boss. you imagine going to dinner with a CEO of anything? No. What's the point? I would want to go to dinner with my friend. Yeah. Like or that. myself. That would be a reward is to give you a $100 gift certificate to Chili's and say, use this however you want. Enjoy. Yeah. Have fun. Be free. Get out of the office for a little while. Go get out of my face. Nope, not so in much. September. No. Back to the grind. September's stone. work month. Back to work month. Uh, well, I guess that was all we need to really say about envy at the office. What other? What were the? What other good articles were there? In this um. Month? Well, I don't know how many good articles. I think you're right. This was a shitty newsletter. Uh, five days in Iceland with GP. Gwyneth yeah, Paltrow. so Gwyneth Paltrow this week went on vacation. She, she drags had... her family to Iceland, which I'm sure the kids do not want to go to Iceland. It seemed like a horrible trip to me. And she went through this like travel agency for rich people called Black Tomato. Black Tomato, yeah. Which also just sounds terrifying. What does that mean? I did not click on the link. It looked very scary. I think it's, yeah, it's like a, a curated, hipstery, rich travel agency. It sounds like a rotten, poison tomato. Yeah, well, maybe it's like a, a fermented, yeah. aged tomato. Maybe that's the only kind of tomato Gwyneth will eat. Because nightshades are... Bad with like that on your system. Some people don't like nightshades, and I'm not sure. I think Jennifer Lopez doesn't eat nightshades. Oh, that would make sense. I think Gwyneth has probably been through a phase where she doesn't eat nightshades, but now, you know, every once in a while, if Mario Batali is making a sauce, she'll eat it. Is it because they're like a little poisonous or something? I thought it was because they were uh, like acidic on your system, Night, uh, tomatoes and eggplants and stuff. But maybe, yeah, that family is. There are some nightshades that are poisonous. Yeah, obviously. I think people hear that they're, you know, it's like if something's a little, if like one version of something is kind of bad, then everything is going to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, she went to uh, Iceland with her family for five days. Yeah, and she gave her itinerary, and it was like the second she got off the plane, she was in a cave. She didn't even go to That's all there's to do in Iceland. But it, she was like, here's how you can have a great vacation. Get off the plane and immediately go hiking. I mean... Don't these people go to the hotel and just have a drink or relax? Maybe for check a in is not till later or something. I don't know. Yeah, I if I'm out. going on vacation, I will at least go to the hotel, 
And even if my room's not ready, I'll drop my bags off and then just sort of like sit by the pool. And usually they'll let you go to your room then. And you can just go and just take a load off. Not her. No. And it is weird. Iceland is a cool place to go now. I have one friend who is currently in Iceland. And I have another friend that went just a couple months ago. I guess it's cheap. I don't know. Their vacation didn't seem very cheap to me. No, not the way that Gwyneth travels. Um, they They went to... Uh, a lot of hikes, a lot of caves, and then, the, the of course, the one, well, she went to a few restaurants, but, like, the cool restaurant that she recommends is the one uh, vegetarian vegan restaurant Yeah, she in went to Iceland. that vegan restaurant, because she said that most ve- most Icelandic food is really... Pretty heavy on heavy animal on protein. animal proteins, but she ate at a vegan restaurant yeah. there. Yeah, so it was uh, a little easier on Gwyneth's system. Um, but I'm sorry, you have two kids, Apple and Moses are what, like 12 and eight or something? I don't, I don't know. know. But they want to go, I would assume they'd want to go to like Disney World or Hawaii. They probably or... go to Disney World every day and like, yeah. they probably are sick of Hawaii. And when they They're go to Hawaii with Hawaii. Gwyneth, I'm sure they have to go to some like depressing, like silent big volcano yeah, hike or something. Yeah, eco-tourism stuff. They're not going to They're the not beach. going, yeah. And they're not going to like a cool resort that has a water slide yeah but then every once in a while Gwyneth Paltrow tries to act like she is that type of person you know she'll have some slightly unhealthy recipe or an actual yeah. easy recipe but it won't be on goop it'll be like on like the chew or something right 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 and I don't think it's it's definitely not when she travels because she thinks when she travels it's not just for her it's for her audience too yeah to recommend stuff so she's not gonna waste her time going to you know, the Dave and Busters in, in Reykjavik or something. I would love to see her writing about going to Dave and Busters. <laughs> I would be, like, the greatest lifestyle tip of all. I would just, I want her to come down to my level. It's not going to happen. Because I'm I'm all for the aspirational stuff. That's why I get this newsletter. That's why I do, that's why I read and see everything that I read or see. But... I feel like Gwyneth Paltrow is so aspirational that I don't even want it anymore. It it's, becomes unfun after a while. It if seems everything boring. is so curated, yeah, and she's going to the hottest restaurant followed by the coolest hotel cuz those and also those boutique hotels, I worked in a boutique hotel for a long time in New York and I've stayed in them a couple of times, but they they look cool, but nothing ever works. Everything is uncomfortable. It doesn't feel like home get like give me a courtyard by marriott give me a ramada wait yeah. what do you mean nothing ever works well they'll have a weird ipod dock that doesn't work or you know the shower door won't close all the way it's rustic no it's it's not planned it's planned by people who are cool designers and architects and are not used to designing hotels maybe i'm specifically talking about the hotel i worked in <laughs> but i feel they will uh and trust the design challenges to people who aren't used to uh, building, you know, rooms for 100, 200 people. So you're saying they want everything to kind of look cool, but they don't really know how to make it function. Exactly, yeah. It's it's form over function. Okay. Um, and when you're staying in a hotel, I don't know, you just, most times you don't want to stay in your room that much, so you just want there to be a nice place to sleep that's comfortable you want there to be, you know, coffee to make in the morning uh, and a good mini bar. 
I want my room to be beautiful. Do you? Yeah, I want my room to be really nice. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to be in my room all the time, but you're in your room a lot, and I feel like when you walk into your hotel room and you see that it's a nice big place with like a nice bathroom like yeah. I always would have so much fun when I when I've stayed in nice hotels like running into the bathroom and like looking at all the stuff they have yeah good products um, and stuff no you want it to be comfortable and look nice I think some of these places also the rooms are usually smaller than a regular hotel room maybe it's just, maybe again it's just the shitty hotel I bet you hotel. Gwyneth Paltrow's room is a palace oh I'm sure well, and, she, and these super rich people never stay in hotels in New York anyway. They always have their own places there. Yeah, but um, in Iceland, they're in Iceland. Yeah, they're not going to have their own Iceland house. Um. So then we go to oh, an article about how where stress gets stuck in the body and how to release it. So, who are these women, Aggie? Well, what was the stress article? It was like they. So, Gwyneth, I didn't understand what it was. Like, Gwyneth Paltrow had these two women, and they were, I don't know what their credentials were. I think they must, Gwyneth owes them a favor. My backstory for them, or one of them went to high school with Gwyneth, and has been asking for years and years to be featured on Goop, and Gwyneth finally was like, oh, fine, you know, you can do this article on stress. But yeah, what, they're yoga teachers, I don't know. Were they yoga teachers? I don't know. They. I they, kind of. One of them sounded like maybe she was some sort of doctor. I highly doubt that. Maybe. Uh, well, they were saying that you keep stressing your body, and if you don't get it out of your body, you're going to die. Oh yeah. I mean, every disease is linked to stress. Uh, cancer, diabetes. Um, I don't think they said AIDS, but they probably think that too. Probably, and you keep and you keep your stress in your joints, and in your stomach. Yep, and all over floor. your and your pelvic floor, and you get rid of stress by breathing, and then you won't die. Yeah, and it it seems very self evident. If you're stressed, you should breathe deeply. And they didn't really say anything that was any more specific than that. But they created these really long videos that they were I barely watched, um, and they shot it on an iPhone, so it was that sort of iPhone vertical video where yeah. you just see like the sliver in the middle. I didn't watch it. Uh, I mean, I watched part of the first one where they're sitting on that couch and they're talking. Couch. Yeah. But other... It was a little embarrassing. Um, where do you hold your stress mostly? I don't know. I mean, I do think I hold... I do think I hold my stress in my body. Well, everyone does. I guess I hold it in my, like, my shoulders and in my face. Mm. I do definitely in my shoulders and I think in my stomach, too. So I'm def- I'm going to try the, the breathing and the twisting, uh, which... It's it's like the ten the last ten minutes of a yoga class, basically. Yeah. Just the after the hard part. She said that she spent more than fifteen years in her lab, but lab is in quotes. <laughs> I don't know what that <laughs> so means. Just her, like her ha- apartment. Yeah, her little yoga studio in her house. Yeah. I mean, this is the thing, I don't mind you telling me some breathing exercises to get rid of stress, but I don't like you telling me that I'm gonna die. No. Or that I need to release any of my toxins. I I mean I have no evidence for this and neither do they, but I really do believe I believe this. What? That stress will cause you to die. Mm. I really think that that's true. I mean, I mean cumulative. I guess... Not like if you're stressed out every once in a while, but if someone lives for 60, 70 years and they're constantly stressed, and I, I tend to be a stressed out, anxious person, so I know I have to like work on this. 
So I don't. I, all I'm saying, I guess, is these women have no credentials, um, but I believe them and I appreciate like, their effort. I feel like everything is gonna, like everyone is gonna die because of something. Like no one is gonna live forever. I feel like True. everything will kill you if you live for sixty or seventy years. Like you're on your way out anyway. Sure, but wouldn't you rather die from something that you can't control? Like you don't want it to be your fault. It's not your fault if you have stress. I think people put too much like <laughs> blame on the sick and the dying. <laughs> like mm-hmm. they should like when people get cancer, I, yeah. everyone's like be a warrior or like something like that. It's like or like I or I just feel like people can like I do think go easier people on people blame sick. people blame people on their illnesses. Yeah. Uh in a way because there is so much um focus on you know eating healthy, exercise, like being the healthiest person you can. I think mm-hmm. when people do get sick uh, a certain segment of the population will consciously or subconsciously think, now what did this person do wrong in order to be sick? Yeah, people have this idea that they can completely control their health and all of their yeah. circumstances, and if somebody else gets sick or has something bad happen to them, it's their fault. Yeah, yeah. And then they don't want to like associate with that person or they want to blame that person. And it's terrifying. And I get, because Gwyneth's uh, father died of cancer. Mm. And that is like terrifying when your parent dies of something you think you're going to die of it too, basically. Yeah. It's like, I, I just think everyone whose parent has died uh, somewhere in their mind, they're thinking that they're going to share their fate. So I get why Gwyneth is seeking all of this stuff. Um, but yeah, it's just another one of her quacks. So, but you know, take what you will breathe. I think that's, you can't I go mean, wrong with breathing. Don't stop breathing. <laughs> I think is what we yeah. Um, so then we already talked about envy. Oh, so their make section, the recipe section. This week. Oh yeah. They went and interviewed the guys that invented sweet green. Sweet green. Yeah. If you don't know sweet green, it's, um, uh, one of those make your own, make your own salad places. Yeah. This was a total snooze. Yeah. I, I root for sweet green. I really like sweet green. I think it's much better than, um, any of their competitors. But like it's like basically Chipotle. Yeah, it's Chipotle, but for salads. Salad. And they, they pay a lot of lip service to um, using local farmers. So they, they have stores in New York, in D.C. Now they have some in L.A. And I think they're expanding to other places. So they go, their big thing was before we decide where we're going to uh, expand our chain, we're going to go and make sure that there's really good farmers and really good farms so we can get local produce in all of our Stores and also the thing is they um, started Sweet Green when they were still uh, undergrads, so I think that's sort of a bit of their mystique is like they're these you know rich business owners who started when they were like twenty one or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and but do you think I don't think Gwyneth eats at Sweet Green? No I think fucking way. She sees people that work for her probably eat at Sweet Green, like get a salad. She's she like, doesn't oh, that know looks what it good. is. She still does not know what it is. But she would never buy a salad. If you had a gun to her head, she couldn't tell you what Sweet Green was. No. She and, would think it was some kind of tea. Yeah. And can you imagine her in a sweet green? No. Like, looking at the menu and having to, like, point at the different types of I, lettuce and telling I, the person what she wants. Yeah, I can. And you know what? I think she'd be having a blast. She'd be having so much fun <laughs> and think it was so fun. But there'd be so many questions and so much The line would eat. just be backing up behind her. Yeah, she would be so insufferable. She'd end up with, like, probably a bowl <laughs> of plain lettuce and, like, unflavored tofu with, like, a wedge of lemon and she would probably throw it away. But she would taste everything while she, or like take a little bite and then 
there wouldn't be a um, like a waste paper basket, so she would take a little bite and then try to give back the bite to the person. To yeah, she would away. just be, keep giving it back to the person, but everyone would just be so charmed by her. Yeah. Do you think she's charming? Oh, I'm, I imagine she's extremely charming. Do you think that if any movie her, star is charming? Are you sure about that? Yes. Uh, if you meet, right. if you meet, let's say, who's the least charming movie star? Like Sean Penn, I bet. In real life, Sean Penn. Sounds like a monster. a monster. Did you read his article about when he hung out with El Chapo? Yes. Uh, he farted. Oh, I didn't read How that. How charming part. is that? Sean Penn did? Yes, yeah. and he wrote about it in his article, and he goes, Oh, then when we were saying goodnight, I accidentally released a little traveler's flatulence. Oh. That's how he said it. What the fuck is oh. that? What is that? And El Chapo, being such a gentleman, pretended not to notice. That is disgusting that you would write that. I know. that He's not charming. But maybe El Chapo was so charmed he didn't want to say anything. Yeah, El Chapo was charmed by Sean Penn. Yeah. But also, like, who would be like, you farted? Right, you wouldn't say anything unless you really knew that person very well. Even if you didn't. I, don't, I can't imagine a situation. I would never. Some people do. That's embarrassing. When some people... Some people will call people on farts, and I think that that is... <laughs> That's rude. It's very rude, and it's not its not an adult thing to do. I no. Think it's a childish thing to do. You know, let we it, just... People, it on, happens, and it should just be left unsaid. Let, leave it alone. Yeah. Keep moving. And you know, Gwyneth would traffic. never... She would never... Never. Never say anything, and never she would also anything. never fart. She... I don't know. I think she's very... She eats so healthy. She's very confident in her farts. That, like, it would not smell bad. Probably doesn't. Probably doesn't. Anyway. Um, what were we talking like about? Pool, pool <laughs> water. <laughs> like a waterfall. Waterfall. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, yeah. So then there it was an article okay, called The Facelift That Never Happened. Okay, now this is interesting to me because I am very interested in the yeah. non-facelift facelifts. And I'm very, very excited about... Um, all of the progress being made in the plastic surgery world. Because, I don't know if you guys know this, but people don't get facelifts anymore. No. People get a lot of weird procedures done, like Botox and um, weird peels, injections, Laser fillers, stuff. lasers. Yeah. Who's the last uh, celebrity to get a facelift, do you think? Meg Ryan? That was you know what? I think that honestly, every single one of them probably still gets them, really? and I think Gwyneth Paltrow will get one one day, and I do think she will one day get one. But Maybe. I, because I don't think that I think that this stuff has its limitations, and once you turn like seventy, your skin is just going to start sagging. Like there's nothing sure. you can really do about it. But by then, I think you, most women in their seventies, even like movie stars, uh, don't want to look. 30 or 40, they want to look like a really good, really good 70. 70. I think now facelifts, if you see someone with, with a facelift, it doesn't look like they're a rich, successful woman. It looks very sort of middle class, I think, to get a facelift. I think the really rich people do all these new, these lasers and these plumpers and these But things. I think the really rich people get facelifts and you can't tell they have it. Oh, maybe. Like, I think they get really good facelifts. Um, I think they do the plumpers and everything for as long as you can. But even this guy in this article, because that's basically what this article is about, all the other shit you can do. And he was like, oh, well, if you come to me and you're 60 and you haven't taken good care of your skin, there's nothing else I can do. You have to have a Yeah, facelift. it was blaming people, just like the, the health And it, then, as soon as I read that, my shame. I was covered in shame. Because I put, 
here's what I do. I yeah. wear lotion. Okay. Once in a while, I'll remember to do a little Retin-A. I try to wear sunscreen every single day. I don't drink enough water, and I don't do that stuff every single day. Yeah. I do it, like, as when I remember. But I'm not, like, perfect. I do uh, lotion in the morning, uh, Kiehl's uh, 15 SPF. Mm -hmm. I try to remember to put sunscreen also on, like, my shoulders and my arms. Mm -hmm. Um... I try to drink enough water, but I don't... I, the thing that I need to start doing, and I'm seeing in the mirror, is there are, you know, dark circles under my eyes, and it's a little puffy, so I think that's going to be my next regimen, is figuring out um, an eye cream before I go to bed. Yeah, you're supposed to do... An, and yeah. it's, it just gets so expensive, yeah. because you end up needing a different kind of cream for every part of your body, a different kind of sunscreen for every part of your body, a different, like plumper wrinkle reducer thing for every part of your body because i'm like scared to use the same wrinkle cream i have for the rest of my face under my eyes yeah. i don't think i'm supposed, well, you're supposed to, to have your your own eye cream and the ones on that gwyneth recommends are all very expensive mm -hmm. uh i looked on because i got interested in in this eye cream stuff after reading this so i googled um best eye cream and there was an article in allure magazine mm -hmm. that was the 15 best eye creams and there was one that I guess Salma Hayek uh, sponsors. Okay. That was only $29. Okay. So I might look into that. And Do you it's, remember it's, what it's called? Uh, I think it's just called Salma Hayek something. Oh, upgrade. called Salma Hayek. Yeah, um, and you could get it at, it's at cvs.com. Okay. So I, I imagine it's that. in the CVS stores too. But yeah, all the Gwyneth ones are $150. Uh, the La Mer was supposed to the be the Mer best. Is... Everyone's mom has La Mer and you're not allowed to touch it. La Mer is like so expensive. It's very nice. Yeah. Um... I don't even know what I use, but I just... I always like Kiehl's, too. I, might, I mean, Kiehl's is, is so nice, but I've only been able to use Kiehl's when my friends have taken me to their Equinox. Oh. No, I said Kiehl's is... It's not... Uh, I The Kiehl's I get for my face is... It is expensive straight. It's like $40, but it lasts for a year, the, the thing of... Um, Lotion, face lotion. Oh, really? Yeah. It lasts for a year? Yeah. Oh, well, Because you don't put very much on every day. Yeah, I guess the face lotion that I use is only like 30 bucks. Yeah. And it lasts for a long time. Um, but yeah, we might have to take a trip to the Glendale Americana and get some eye cream. And get our eye creams. All right. Well, that is... Uh, oh, we have one special segment. Um, this was there something else? Yeah, well, this September was the, the launch of... Goop label. Oh which yeah, is her Gwyneth's label. Private clothing label. Yeah, so Gwyneth Paltrow, I guess, decided that she was gonna have a fashion label yes. on the Goop website, which is a huge deal for Gwyneth. How many um, items were in the collection? Well, the in? September collection of Goop label had four items. Okay, and what were they? They were a blazer, culottes that go with the blazer, okay. uh, a chambray button down, Lovely. and a tote bag. That's an outfit. That is one outfit. Three of these four items, everything besides the tote bag, are now uh, completely sold out. Mm -hmm. So you snooze, you lose. And wait, I'm just curious. Did everything except for the tote bag cost seven hundred dollars? Uh, the the chambray button down I think was cheap. It was like one ninety five. Oh, that's cheap for Gwyneth. I mean, that's actually yeah, cheap. Don't fact check. It might be more than that. Um, um, but the pants and the and the jacket were like seven hundred dollars. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, a suit, it, though. It is, is a weird suit. I, a wool culottes seem weird. Yeah. Are you is hot? Is it cold? Is are it hot? Cold? What is going on with a wool culotte? Um, but we will never know because we can't buy their we, sold out. They're sold out, and if they weren't, we couldn't afford them. But I feel like the wool culotte is like, I want to be wearing culottes. It's still late summer to me. 
it's back to work month September, but I know I have to wear a more serious yeah. fabric to the office. It's very East Coast, I feel. Uh, all of her clothes, it's interesting because she mostly spends her time in California now, but I feel like her um, aesthetic for work clothes especially is very New York. So. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so. So is this crazy that she has only four items in every collection or is it sort of genius because then you're going to want every it, single item is it normal i don't know it's not, i don't think it's normal followed a celebrity it's not normal to have a new collection every month usually it's seasonal oh she's gonna have a different one every yeah. month oh okay i think that sort of makes sense so she calls it, it the, she calls it the goop collection but like she puts like one outfit out a month yeah yeah oh with her newsletter because then okay. her her um followers who can afford this are going to be like and especially if she doesn't make very many of them and yeah. they sell out fast every month is going to be, everyone's going to want to get them right away when it when I'm it out. kind of surprised that anybody who, like, reads this newsletter can actually afford that stuff, and it makes me sort of sad. I think if I had that kind of money, I would just not care about this and think, oh, that's for poor people. But if you had this much money, you still would be the same personality. Like, what would you, what fun newsletters would you read? If you well, I would still, rich? if I had all the money in the world, would I still read Goop? No, I would just, I mean, I would read Goop, but I don't think I would buy anything. I would buy everything that, you know, Oprah was trying to sell, anything Martha Stewart was trying to sell. If I had enough money, I might even go to Rachel Ray. What? Yeah. I mean, I would go down and buy more. Okay. Quantity, (laughs) not quality. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Yeah, that's where I would go. All right. Well, I am the opposite. I probably would hole up in a big mansion and get everything delivered to me. And die of a drug overdose. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good thing we're not rich. Yeah, good thing. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening. We will see you next week. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.